Hey, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist in Germany and with my friend Lame, where we record inspiration for artists and creatives to, uh, you know, do the scary things. And we have a really fun guest today with Sehi. So I'll let Lame introduce herself first and then we'll hear from our guest, Sehi, a returning guest. <laughs> so hi, I'm Lame. I'm also an artist and a writer. I am. Um... Yeah, use natural materials <laughs> to create figurative artworks and textile works. And yeah, we have Sehi with us today. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks, Lame. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you for letting me return to your fabulous creative podcast. I love being here, by the way. <laughs> That's um, I might have to come back <laughs> in the future. Um, yeah, so I am also based in Nuremberg, Germany now. and. Oh gosh, it's been more than four years. Can't believe it. Um, oh, yeah, wow. time flies. Still adjusting to Germany, but <laughs> trying not to complain as much. <laughs> um, and I describe myself as a Korean American entrepreneur, um, small business owner, and traditional cultural teaching artist of Korean. Uh, fabulous cuisine and Korean traditional drumming. So I, I like to consult and train people and businesses about Korean culture, language, our food, and our beautiful folk music, traditional uh, drumming, and just different types of artistic aspects of South Korea, which mm -hmm. people don't know about. And I've been fortunate to be able to start doing that even in Germany. Well, mm -hmm. So, yeah. But oh, I love listening to, you know, just a lot of creative, inspiring artists. And for me, I think just learning from each other is the best way to really create and grow our community here. Exactly. And, and yeah. talk about it and be open and honest to each other. And yeah. Mm -hmm. We always try to tell the story actually beyond that glossy <laughs> on social media. <laughs> oh. I love, I have loved following your journey, Sehi, because I feel like I was there pretty much at the beginning. Like you got your um, kimchi business established and you started mm -hmm. doing the classes, the drumming classes for children. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps adding on and adding on. And like, I am so inspired with how you, I your your business is so creative, because it's not. <laughs> I don't. I I'm so inspired by it because it's like everything you do is so is different, but it all makes sense. Because it's like, oh, it's drumming, yeah, but it's both Korean drumming, and you know, oh, here's mm -hmm. here's how to cook Korean. Here's how the, yeah, and and you're covering all the ages, like. Like, uh, don't you have a class coming up? And I was thinking what, what a great, you know, it's for adults and mm. like how great that would yeah. be for dates to go on or something, you know, <laughs> just go learn. Um, what was it? Tapas. Yeah. Korean. Oh. Yeah. Korean style tapas. It's a, oh, interesting. Korean. Yeah. In Korean it's called panchan. And um, yeah, it's, I, I told Rachel that, yes, I do. Everything that I work on relates to South Korean culture or Korea. And because I grew up outside of Korea, I 
felt always a bit disconnected with my own culture and heritage. It's a common theme for a lot of immigrant uh, mm-hmm. women, immigrants, immigrant families, um, sort of leaving your home or birth country behind and growing up in a different, mm-hmm. you know, um, totally different culture and different country. So for me, it was the United States. Um, and just realizing that I want to know more about my history and my culture. And then I also realized, oh, people around me don't know much about South Korean history or culture or our food even. So I think that just got me really excited and passionate about educating people. And I personally would get offended if people would say, are you Chinese? And I don't get offended anymore. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I'm being, you know, more polite. <laughs> I don't yell at them anymore. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I would keep saying, I know my last name is C-H-A-N-G, Chang, but it's also a Korean name or we have that name in Korea. And I would start explaining and I would have to explain to other people like, who are you? Where are you from? Like, why do you speak English so well? Blah, blah, blah. And it just came out of sort of my struggle with my identity. And I think that's how I became sort of a creative. Like, I want people to know not just who I am, but I want people to know about my my background and my mm-hmm. culture. And it's just connecting people about culture, right? So, yeah, I'm doing a cooking class at the end of February at a vegan cafe. And they use my kimchi on their menu. But, you know, I also teach like six-month-old babies um, Korean drumming. Oh, <laughs> and and, and think... it's, you know, so, yeah, Lao Mei, sorry, I didn't want to cut no, you I, off. <laughs> that's what, I, what, what came up when you talked about this. It's all about connection, actually. It's really about... Yeah making the connection and connecting people and it's eating and it's drumming doing s- things together and i think that is very uh very creative and i think it's very important to yeah do something that brings us together in a way yeah well and what i find uh, it's it's such a simple lesson i think but so great to see being lived out is like you are sharing which you're passionate about and what you're interested in. And like your enthusiasm brings in the interest. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I just like, what makes me so happy is like you, you know, bringing the Germans kimchi when it's like, okay, you have your, ger- you have your sauerkraut, but have you tried kimchi? <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh. Yeah, I think I love that. You don't ask, oh, what what does the audience want or need or whatever, but you just look, what's what's my passion? And you just offer it. And I think that's great. And maybe that's something mm-hmm. we as creators should really should do. We should look deep within. What's our passion? What do we want to have in this world? And then we simply, we don't ask, do, do they need it? They don't know if they need it. <laughs> we simply introduce it and make it interesting. And and or it's simply our passion and we do it for ourselves first. And then... yeah. That's like my uh, very favorite quote is that, you know, what, what this world needs, you know, don't ask what this world needs, ask what makes you come alive, because what this world needs is what more people that have come alive. Exactly. And maybe uh, that's, maybe that's mm-hmm. what, what art or being a creative is, really living your, your passion. It always sounds like, yeah, I heard that a million times, but it's not that easy. So far too often we think, oh, yeah, that's my passion, but no one wants that. <laughs> 
or we don't share it or we don't live it or we think it's this is unrealistic it's just naive <laughs> and mm-hmm. maybe we should be more maybe it takes more courage to simply do what 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 speaks to you and find ways to make yeah. it happen and i think that's what that really inspires me when you tell me your story that's so inspiring thank you um i think i wanted to you know just focus more this year now it's a new year right 2024 it's the year of the dragon in mm-hmm. south korea and in many east asian countries and um uh south asian countries or southeast asian countries excuse me like vietnam that celebrate the lunar new year mm-hmm. so you know, of course, American friends always ask me, what's your New Year's resolution? <laughs> and even Germans, I think, ask about that sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe. maybe. Um, so I was just talking to Rachel yesterday and I said to myself, you know, um, I want to focus on what I think is interesting, what I think is a passionate project for me, what I really want to do, and i also need to learn to say no in a diplomatic but firm manner and focus on the projects that i really want to work on <laughs> that and, makes sense <laughs> and i was thinking oh i know i sound a little selfish but on, on the other hand i'm like you know what nah, I, i'm not gonna be apologetic about being selfish anymore especially when it comes to me my work and my life like as a mom i've you know i was telling rachel the other about like all the holiday stress that i had i loved having my family here my parents came from the us my kids came from the netherlands but i was managing everything organizing you know going crazy being a control freak and i was like why am i doing this to myself um so once everyone left i sort of had this like huge relief of fresh breath or fresh air (laughs) and i said i want to do something for myself and i want to focus on self-care because if i'm not happy i'm not going to be a happy mom i'm not going to be a happy daughter i'm not going to be a happy friend happy wife etc etc right so along the lines of like be passionate about you know what you want to do i think we have to also focus on taking care of ourselves oh yeah absolutely because what i I think it's not selfish we've been told that it's selfish (laughs) but i think it's the opposite actually i mean just imagine you are this person and you have all your troubles and you're emotionally immature whatever and you never take care of that you never talk about it you never look deep within and then you project everything onto someone else (laughs) Mm. you're not a very nice person to be around yeah and i think it is absolutely not selfish to invest in self-care and we often think self-care is simply to um i don't know, pamper ourselves but it's not it's really um you know to fill our needs in a way mm-hmm. that we can't expect someone else to fulfill our needs we have to do that ourselves so then we are functioning humans we are creative and then we can offer something absolutely absolutely so uh, you know one tip or one resource i have <laughs> Okay. Sort of prepared, Rachel. Yes. I love resources. Let's make a list. I love this. I my daughter actually gave it to me for my birthday present last year. And I turned last year I turned fifty-four. I'll be fifty-five this year. So you know, it wasn't like a special age birthday, I guess. (laughs) 
but she found this in a bookstore and maybe your husband knows this book lao mei mm-hmm. could be and it's called the book oh. of korean self-care oh nice yeah i love it um she showed it to me like she sent me a whatsapp message and i said oh wow that book looks amazing and i said i wish i could read it or i said something like that looks so fun and interesting and i would love a book like that right but i didn't really expect her to buy it for me but she did and she surprised me um you know like she the book talks about healing food mm-hmm. i mean a variety of things uh talks about sort of self-care at home too um we have this custom tradition of session Mm-hmm. which is sort of you know exfoliating your skin when you're in the shower or bath um korean saunas are very famous for he- to be healing places of sort of like communal places mm-hmm. that are safe and healing and healthy especially for women um historically and you know also not it's not just related to food but it's you know just making sure you're out in nature and taking care mm-hmm. of yourself um getting lost in nature right and going hiking or having a beautiful picnic with special yeah. friends right <laughs> um stuff that i think i personally and especially busy women tend to sort of just put aside right yeah um and we are always sort of you know going with our schedules calendars what do i have to organize today what do i have to do at work or what do i have to do for my art project right or what you know work project am i going to work on and i think this book just reminded me that it doesn't have to be like a major programmed or organized no. event but it can be just sitting down by yourself having a, yeah. just a beautiful traditional Korean green tea or matcha from Japan or whatever whatever is your cup of tea right um no pun intended and um yeah so like yesterday when i walked into Rachel's house what i the first thing i sensed and smelled was um you had the incense on right yeah oh, no. yeah yeah and i think as soon as i stepped into that environment i i felt much more calm and relaxed. Mhm. And it reminded me that I want to focus and refocus on my well-being and my health and my mental health, you know. I no one else is going to do that for you. Exactly. Um, and I think yeah. Rachel and I we talk a lot about nervous system and I think that's also very important here because you have to calm down your nervous system and I think that mm-hmm. plays a far more important role than we think. It's not just our mental health, it's really mm-hmm. and you you have that's all this stuff really helps you to come down and to um yep. what they say is the rest and digest when you're in this rest and digest state then you can be creative then you can connect mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah It's, this is why I'm so excited that you're on our podcast today because <laughs> I feel like we're all in a similar situation right now where like my husband you know a few days ago left on uh, for a three week uh, work trip and i'm on my own in my own place <laughs> for the first time in a very long time like i don't i mean it's been years since he's been away for longer than a weekend trip you know and and so and and the incense 
It's so perfect because it was exactly <laughs> like the first that that when say he came over was the was the probably the first day I was like really on my own and just really taking it in. I'm like, what am I going to do? What do I want to do? And I've been asking myself these exact same questions because mm-hmm. I've out and I'm realizing how much of my life is like thinking what other people want me to do or what I should do or what would be nice of me to do or what would be, you know, and like, especially in the winter, I start spiraling because I'm like, oh, this person's lonely and oh, this person, they don't like bad weather and oh, they're, they're, this person probably isn't happy. I should reach out and check on them and ask about their problems and want to listen. And like, it's been difficult. I haven't figured this part out, but um, but what I can do is is work on the the self care things, and that was what I did. I lit that incense, mm-hmm. and I've I've burnt it. I'm so glad you, I already forgot about it today. So I'll go burn some today because my husband hates the smell of oh. incense and oils. And that was another thing I did. I took a shower. I have. I ha- it turns out I have three. I have oil. I have body oil. I have hair oil. I have face oil, and they all have different smells. And I put everything <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's true. I really, I'm in the same situation. I think I thought really thought, what do I want? And at some point, I realized I really sometimes I really don't know. I really it was shocking to me. What? Yeah, okay. Now you can do whatever. You, what, what is it? So I think I realized I really have to sit down and ask myself, what do I want actually? What would be self care for me? What? Yeah. It's, it's it's weird. We're so caught in this. I don't know. In I our schedules, as you said, say he. Yep. You know, and then you completely forget what 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 they actually want in yep. this life. I mean, yeah. We spend so much time working towards the goals and the commitments mm-hmm. and everything else that we've. We're like, oh wait, did I actually want to do this? Oh no, it turns out I didn't. <laughs> I just said yes to something. <laughs> But you don't know, and then and and then you. I don't know. It's it's like you're very weird. And what I'm doing, I'm I started a new job, which made everything. And I started to reorganize stuff, and I realized mm-hmm. I never organized my studio, for example. So it really makes sense to me. And that mm-hmm. was shocking to me to realize. Um, yeah. Yeah. Small no, um, I think just like I like. This book publisher, I guess they're based in London and New York. Maybe your husband knows Seiko or Psycho Books, C-I-C-O. I don't know how to pronounce that anyway. But it's um, what I like about it is the subtitle is Books to Inspire and Delight. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what, what I like about this book is that it talks about small but very certain and conscious things that make you happy. So. It could be like the incense. It could be just taking a walk in the forest. Like a lot of Germans like to do that, right? Or mm-hmm. focusing on just adjusting your work-life balance um, and looking at like food as a healing medicine rather than, you know, just, right? Um, so I need to do a better job, of course, even me as a Korean cooking instructor. Like I, I talk about the health benefits of kimchi all the time to my clients, but you know, I'm like, am I consuming it enough? You know, I'm, am I making sure that I'm taking care of my like digestive health or, you know, my physical health? And so I think I'm preaching to everyone that you need to eat healthy <laughs> and things like that. So, right. Um, and so I have to sort of look inwards again and look yeah. at myself and 
I, you know, I want to take better care of myself. I, I want to be a better, you know, just a cooking instructor, but I also want to be better at eating a healthier meal to calm down my digestive issues or whatever, you know, just along those lines of just making that small change, but it has to also benefit me. And I think I have to keep saying to myself, well, we have to keep saying, you know, we, we deserve it or I deserve it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's a no brainer. And if we don't take care of ourselves, who's going to take care of ourselves, right? If we don't do it. So that's how I feel. I feel very strongly that I must try to do this <laughs> in 2024. So but let's it shouldn't see. be just another <laughs> thing on your to-do list. But what, I, it, what, I, what came up for me true. was maybe we should try to, or maybe we should befriend ourselves. And what does that actually mean? It means getting to know the other person and ask <laughs> What do you want? What what do you like? That's mm-hmm. what it turned out to me that I really have to befriend myself. There's so yeah. many assumptions about myself. And this, you should do this. It's good. And I sometimes <laughs> I read these self-help books and I think, yeah, I do this. And I thought, oh my God, you have to do this. I have no idea what it is, if I like it or not. <laughs> so maybe if I had a friend, I would ask, Do you like to swim? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I, maybe we should befriend ourselves. I think that's what I have to learn to befriend myself and let's say, yeah, come on, that's healthy. Eat that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's like how I am. I'm like, there's all these ingredients. They're very good for you. Eat them. And I'm like, <laughs> just, just, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> but, you, but you guys both like, I think, um, kimchi, I hope, and garlic. Mm-hmm and ginger <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right. this is yeah. a, one of my uh kind of winter goals is um just drinking more warm water like mm-hmm. that's what i've put on my list and so like now anytime i'm thinking of like oh what do i want it's so, it's, it's so much it's more uh enticing uh, you know to have it and and what my friend helped me do my friend was trying to tell me that i don't drink enough water and mm-hmm. i'm like blah 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 whatever but she's like well, you know, treat it like medicine. And once I kind of thought of that, then I'm like, okay, what can I put in my water? So I feel like it's more important. So like just lemon water. And mm. and, and also I'm listening to my body. And like, mm. like it's a weird, like not that it's all right or anything, but I'm like, well, what do you want? And like this week my body's like, I want honey and everything. I'm like, I'm not arguing. I'm like, I don't know if that's really helpful, but like, uh, yeah, I, so I have, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. I've also been kind of like collecting honey. So I have some honey from the Seychelles mm-hmm. and friends brought me honey from Manuka honey from Germany. And then there's, then there's honey that came from a hike that we like were hiking off in the German woods and there was like some little cabin with honey for sale kind of thing. And so now it's really interesting that when I select my honey, I'm like, which memory do I want to like bring into this cozy oh, no. house? And it's completely changed it. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's not the honey. Maybe it's just bringing in good memories too. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> oh, I have a... I have a tip. I, I thought I, I like this of um, uh, self-care tips and resources and things. Uh, so I thought maybe mm-hmm. if we want to keep going on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is a new app I just discovered and I downloaded it. Oh, there's another app too. And I don't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. But this one is called Finch. 
Mm-hmm. And it's free, and of course it has an upgrade. But you get this little avatar pet, like a little penguin, and mm-hmm. then you select super basic daily skills and ch- tasks. And some of it is just like, and and then every day you check it off, that mm-hmm. your little penguin gets to go on a little adventure, and you like interact, and it's kind of like trying to, and it's like sending you little cheery, you know celebrating you kind of thing and so like i've been putting i put in a bunch of tasks for myself um and what's really nice about it is like because i make too many lists so i have like 10 12 things on there but if i just get like five done the the little penguin is like so happy and so (laughs) oh nice (laughs) i think and you can customize them too nice so I'm, I, I'm liking it so far. And it'll send you notifications. It'll ask you if you've done stuff. And it'll kind of send you reminders and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. now I have it on there to, like, drink hot water three times a day. And then That's drink good. normal water three times mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, Very cool. Stuff like that. I have um, that as well. I, I, did, what I decided is what's not good for me is actually to, to be too much on social media or to post on social media. Oh. I simply decided, okay, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> and I don't miss it at all. And nothing changed. And what I also decided is to stop Pilates. And I love it. And honestly, this kind of exercise, it is so helpful because it's um, you focus on your body all the time and you try to really concentrate on the movement and i realized oh my god that is so good also for for mental health and it really connects it to your body so that's also mm-hmm. that's my recommendation to find something that you enjoy not because i say it would be that find something that you really enjoy because i think that's 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 important and i enjoy that it's very difficult to do and you have to learn it and i love it mm-hmm. and i think the trick is really find something that speaks to you yeah mm-hmm. that's that's a really helpful tip. I I did try one or two Pilates um, just classes like online, and it it was difficult. It wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. No, and, yeah, and but it really works like literally your whole body kind of like that's the feeling I got right. And you have to focus quite a bit. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm not very good at is you know staying off social media. And related to that, um, I'll try to do better, better. But I always say, "Oh, but my work projects have to be publicized like crazy, right?" So, but maybe not. And I can have smaller groups instead of fifty people. You know, like what is the goal, right? Like what is the goal of my work project? Like I, I also don't want to be stressed if I make it too big or flashy. Yeah, right. I'm happy with a scaled down version of a cooking mm-hmm. class or something like that. Um, I also read about this book. I haven't read it yet. It's called Myung Sung, The Korean Art of Living Meditation, which mm. explores how meditation can be continuously in our lives instead mm-hmm. of just another checkbox on our ever-growing to-do list, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really bad at sitting still, and or maybe I think I'm bad at sitting still, and I haven't really tried it that much. Or I would try these like meditation apps and then I would just get a little frustrated, mm-hmm. right? So I do admire people who are like very good meditators. <laughs> Maybe it's you, Rachel. <laughs> and no, I, you know, because I also saw your meditation sort of 
you know the screen um yesterday in your oh, um, yeah, yeah. in your in your area so i thought oh. i well, need to is... try yeah being more meditative what yeah. about walking meditation when you like to walk this mm. maybe you could find out so it's simply about i know that tish natan always said yeah just focus on on walking and that your feet kiss the ground and you simply focus on that and i really like that so maybe that will because when you when you don't like to sit still why force yourself to sit still maybe that's not yeah why <laughs> so maybe there's some other option oh i remember some i something that spoke to me just recently it was also a book it's it's wabi zabi it's this um that means um philosophy that's very related to zen it's really about the imperfection and about the passing of time and i'm oh that spoke to me I'm, i haven't read it yet but it's really so maybe we should also befriend our imperfections <laughs> i love that i really yeah. love that idea of like don't you know focus so much on being the best being perfect right um doing your 100 you know like like sometimes i I think that is the beauty of the Japanese culture though because western culture there typically you know rewards like perfect grades right or um oh you are the highest selling sales manager blah mm -hmm. blah blah or you're the loudest and the most confident presenter right but if you look at other cultures especially what you said about the mm -hmm. Japanese culture this this whole imperfection mm -hmm. concept and you find beauty in that and mm -hmm. um and then the podcast i was listening to today about like you know being magical at the mm -hmm. workplace one of the the italian trainer said i have to focus on saying this a lot i am enough right mm -hmm. you are enough i am enough we are all enough and it's okay if we have vulnerabilities and fears or worries and imperfections exactly. so i think that really ties in really nicely to what yeah. what you mentioned yeah I, i do love that yeah and i think this whole concept also spoke to me because i was very stuck when it comes to my art and somehow i thought yeah forget about this how it looks it, it's mm. really about how it feels and then it speaks to us as human beings and i don't have to focus on painting perfect pictures I, it's not about that it's really about the connection we have and we are all in this together in this life and we have we, we don't know yeah we yeah and life is just um it's ever changing and it's imperfect everything is just changing all the time and perfection actually perfection is death isn't it i mean that's yep that's the end result of our life <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's I, i don't think that's That's no, I don't want that yet. So I'd rather imperfection in my life. <laughs> this reminds me of so a, a TikTok I was watching this morning. Um, she was talking about how we have come, everybody wants to be so individual that mm -hmm. we are doing more and more and more and trying to bring on more and more twe tweaks and labels and quirkiness and things and you know, like just searching it all out of how different we are. But like, it really got me thinking of, you know, it used to be you were standing out to be like super cool and imperfect. And now we're going the opposite way of like, look how weird and quirky. And, uh, you know, I like old lady, I, I want to wear granny clothes or I, I have a, 
you know, like we're going, I'm cringe, you know, cringe is this thing, mm-hmm. you know, like we've gone opposite sides, you know, what is cool and what isn't. And it's what I'm seeing is, or what I'm thinking is like this imperfection is like, if we could all share that part of us, I think that's where we'll find the unity and we'll quit getting into this individualization a little bit because I, the people that I relate to, the people I love are the people I really relate to. And like when they are sharing their their little life struggles or their little life joys, um, um, like I, I love that way better. I'm way more interested in those people than the really fine, really accomplished artists, which I still like them. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like you don't have to be great in order to be, in order to belong, <laughs> in order to be admired, <laughs> you can be admired for your faults. <laughs> yeah, but I think what you just said, being vulnerable, but you can say, oh yeah, Wabi Zabi, you said there's a trend and I put it on like a, like a, like yeah. a show. And I think that's not it. I think what we have to do is to befriend ourselves and go deep within and find the essence of it. And we don't need this, these layers of and layers and layers of labels, of, mm. of ideas, of concepts. We don't need that. Yeah. I think, and you need, you need the courage to go within, sit there, befriend yourself, say, oh, yeah, that's what it is. I, I don't, and that's what I show. And I don't put on someone else's yeah. ideas. Or I don't yeah. know. And it's, and, and it's interesting because uh, this, I wanted to bring up what uh, Sehi was talking about meditation as well. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's something like I, I've been like hearing about and bringing into my life and trying on different ways. And what mm-hmm. I just really love, I think what... Cause she was saying, Oh, do I met, you know, the question is like, Oh, do I actually meditate? And like, I don't think I do in the way people think of, but something that really has like completely changed my life is a phrase that is said, uh, ritual is just habits turned sacred. And when I heard that, I was like, this is what will help me develop habits because Mm -hmm. I hate all the, life hack habits and good habits whatever habits that those don't get me but if you if you if i want to do a ritual that gets me and so what i started doing a long time ago and i've i've incorporated it more and more and more and i've i've picked from other people and like the same kind of concept of turning these these habits into a ritual so what say so what say he saw was i had on my tv playing a youtube live stream of meditation music and it was just super calming zen music and i was using that while i cleaned my house mm. and i turned cleaning my house into a mm. cleanse of i'm cl- what am i cleaning out this winter and my husband you know like and i just was meditating on cleaning spiritually mm. and emotionally and all mm. this stuff while mm. i actually physically did it and mm. that's been my been my like magic mix i think and i do it for and now i try to do it for everything because like uh another example is uh uh a quote that i kind of resonated with this like uh the bible used to always have references of like eat the word and like like consume the knowledge as if you eat it Mm -hmm. so now i'm like okay when i eat i'm going to listen to things I want to like learn or take in or mm-hmm. I do that for like mm-hmm. I'll often like yeah sometimes when I make a meal then I'm like okay this is my time to mm-hmm. sit and listen to something and like I'm going to like 
or maybe I'm eating in positive affirmations or somebody's talking about people talk about blessing your cup of water and then drinking in the blessings that you give the water as if you are receiving them for yourself and like now it's now I have ritual (laughs) and some people call it like some people call it witchcraft and I'm like I don't really resonate that and some people call it meditation and some people call it what was another one that was another creative some people just call it like embodiment of like how to bring your body into your goal setting. Makes sense. <laughs> makes total sense to me. Yeah, it makes total sense, especially in the new year when you're trying to rejuvenate and start new, right? Or start anew. And um, what you talked about, like rituals and cleaning the house, it reminds me of our Korean culture again, going back to our traditions. Uh, new year is really to clean the house, get new clothes to put on clean socks and clean underwear. Um, And some of that is also based on, um, you know, shamanic traditions Mm -hmm. from South Korea. And so we have sort of like this cleansing, um, you know, good luck, clean period, right? That your house should go through, right? A total cleanse. Uh, and it's going to bring you good luck and make sure, you know, everything is sort of starting over um, and get rid of your worries, your sins or whatever, right, <laughs> if you will. And I, But I also feel like it's somehow related to the Western tradition of, you know, spring cleaning, right? It mm-hmm. comes a little later, right, like in March or whatever, where you're cleaning your house and your windows and Germans love to clean, I noticed. But maybe <laughs> it's not for yourself. Maybe it's really, I don't know. But I think <laughs> cleaning is always making uh, room for something new. That's mm-hmm. what it mm-hmm. like. So when you talk about True. your tradition, that makes sense. So it's something you can come into your life, into your house, mm-hmm. and you get rid of the old stuff that only takes up space and no one needs anymore. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. So I have a question. We were all talking earlier about what do you really want? Do any of you figured out some answers of what do you really want and what you're going to really be um, trying to work towards this year? I want to write my story and I want to get back to my art, but not something to sell. That's what I realized. I would just want to be with my art and I want to be an artist and want to I don't want to focus on what's sellable, what other what do other people want? I don't longer want that. I want to create my art and my story and just share it and see if people like it. I don't care actually, because that's I want to get back to the essence of my art, actually. That's a really good question. And I sort of mentioned a few things that I wanna do yesterday, Rachel. I want to uh, focus more on creating and making, uh, um, you know, more small scale projects that are meaningful and really appealing, not just, you know, like a flashy sort of a program or like you said, or like I said earlier, like I wanted to scale down some projects make it more manageable and make it less stressful. And I want to pick exactly what I want to do. So, you know, like 
for instance, Lao Mei may not know this, but I'm scaling down my kimchi business quite a bit. It was physically exhausting, to mm. be honest. It was sort of flashy and fun in the beginning, but you know, I I sort of stopped my collaboration with the food truck because it was just getting too much mm. work. I actually um, asked Rachel quite a bit for help, and she was mm. great. But you know, that's sort of one example of where I want to focus, refocus back on. If I do make kimchi again, I told everyone I want to focus on only procuring the napa cabbage or. In German, it's called China kol. You may know, mm -hmm. and um, the Chinese cabbage should really just come from the local farmers mm -hmm. here. I don't want to make kimchi with cabbage from that was imported from Netherlands. You know, mm -hmm. I I want it to be local, focused in this region, and just you know, really that will also cut down all the time I have to you know focus on kimchi. And I want it to be artisanal, local, focused on authentic and small handcrafted kimchi. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want, yeah, I want to scale things down so that it's more manageable and not overwhelming. And then um, I, I can also say no, hopefully more to, you know, all these projects that might make me more money or whatever. But I, I want to focus on what is really inspiring and truly what is passionate for me. I don't want to be a yes, 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 all the time person. I'm, I'm sort of done with that. So <laughs> let's, let's see. It sounds easier than, you know, actually <laughs> done. But um, I would like, that's one of my goals. I would like to say no a lot. Like, I would like to be nice about it. I, I'm not going to be bitchy about it, but I want to be nice about it, nice about saying no in a diplomatic way, but I want to be firm. And growing up with, in a Korean household and, you know, being the oldest daughter, um, you know, um, I always had to say yes all the time. I said, yes, 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 I'll take care of my brother. Yes, I'll clean up after this. Yes, I'll, I'll be the group leader. Yes, I'll do this. And yes, mom, you know, I'll help you. But sometimes selfishly, I don't want to say yes anymore. Oh, it's not selfish. I remember I just saw this meme. <laughs> I think it was on Instagram. There were there was this um, painting of very nicely dressed women, and one woman says to that, "Oh, you look you look wonderful. What's your secret?" And she says, "Boundaries." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. My goal is learning boundaries. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> I saying no is like the heart is just about the hardest thing in the world i feel like yep um and this is yeah yeah and it's funny because like when i was i was thinking about the question for myself and like i'm still kind of, i'm still pretty i'm still kind of stuck on mm. what exactly well actually uh, I can't. What, uh, yeah, no, I can't quite say it out loud yet. <laughs> but I do like the idea of saying no, and I think I can work on that. I do see myself. What's interesting about what's but what's been interesting to me is I have have pretty clear visual of myself as an entrepreneur, and it's 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 so and it's it's kind of strange how clear it is like okay i need to go set up my email list i need to go mm -hmm. set up my kofi i need to be sharing my thoughts every day da, da, da. like and i have it's 
and I have it all figured, like, not that it's figured out, because I don't think it can be figured out until I actually do it, but I just see myself doing it this, like, and I think my problem is I'm afraid of actually taking the next step to mm -hmm. find out it doesn't work that way and then to have to start over. But, like, even mm -hmm. that, it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm so I'm journaling right now. <laughs> I'm journaling and working on the self-care on the body parts. I think what's been interesting is, um, like I said, I'm only like, what, what, day two on my own? Day three. <laughs> so it's pretty brand new. But like right now, I want to focus these next few weeks on really myself and really seeing like, what exactly can I accomplish if I'm like wholeheartedly selfish on myself and like the stuff I got done yesterday the self-care I did yesterday the mm -hmm. things I remembered to do like I made matcha tea I had two cups of matcha tea oh, I made yeah. by myself mm -hmm. when I didn't even own matcha tea you know a week ago and <laughs> I did skin brushing I did and then and then you know and then all these conversations with all these different friends inspire remind me of different things and so like mm. Lama had talked about um uh cod liver oil is that what you put on your liver or something what did you say um it's 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 uh um oh gosh i can't remember what's what's yeah it's okay but you you said some very medicinal oil and you put it on your on your side for detox or something and then i remembered I how like it <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll come to you um yeah. but um in ayurveda they recommend um sesame oil Okay, mm. and cool. so I did. Set, I've done sesame oil now a couple times, and it's really castor oil. I'm sorry, that's the one. That's castor the one. Oil, yeah. Oh gosh, I've forgotten what it's called. Sorry. Yeah. What's that of Deutsch? Um, um, rizinus. Rizinus. But yeah, so like, yeah, and 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 it's interesting to me, like how excited I get when I do something for myself, and then how it mm. reminds, makes me think of something else to do. So, yeah, and I think I'm just going to kind of follow that this yep. week. Oh, a celebration. I I, re I posted a TikTok. Wow. Like, I haven't posted a TikTok in a month or so, or more, months. And then I recorded another one, and then I got interrupted before. So I have one in my drafts to okay. edit and post as well. So, Thank like, you. it's already – that's part of my plan is to be posting. Like, I – one of my thoughts oh, – this yeah on a podcast i can say this out loud and in public is like one of my thoughts is i love my connection with all my friends like i talked to Laomi for hours i had a fantastic conversation with you yesterday say he mm -hmm. like i really process and think out my thoughts with friends and different ways and different people and i kind of like try not to i kind of kind of don't dump everything on one person so i feel like everybody gets a little piece so not to overwhelm them because I talk a lot, but I was like, you know, I just want, I, sh I want to just do that all the time and just let whoever wants to see it on social media. Mm -hmm. And then people, then my friends won't feel like I'm preaching to them and I'll be processing and I won't feel like I'm burdening one person. And I don't know. And it's, I know, and I know there's value there, for, and I know I have value to share, mm -hmm. and I know people will be interested in all these different ways, and it won't be my responsibility to decide who to tell it to, you know, because 
that's kind of how I am right now. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give all these travel tips. Who will I tell? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell them this crazy wild. Let me tell you about this really weird travel story that happened to Mm -hmm. me. Like, does anybody care right now? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But that brings me just to something else. What what also occurs to me, I I think it's all about connection. And I realized I want to connect to people in a more meaningful way and maybe I have to know what I want in my life and maybe I have to care for myself and that's and maybe I have to get back to my art as an artist so I, I don't want to connect with people oh do you want to buy a print <laughs> that I'm mm. not interested in that that's what you said scale down and go back to the essence of it and so you can connect to people saying hey I have this very handmade kimchi it's very special and I think that's um make connections this way not in a way of have something to sell you want to buy (laughs) yeah Yeah, I was focused so much on like how much profit am I making Mm -hmm. I wasn't and you know and it's sort of funny in a sad way I'm not making that much money to be honest with kimchi I mean that's why I do the other work Mm -hmm. right like I teach drumming and and so I balance it out but once I focused on I don't want to like I don't want to have this huge you know, um, collaboration with this food truck because I'm just stressed all the time and I have to produce like 50 to 70 kilograms of kimchi every week. Yeah, and and physically it's taking a toll. Like, uh, Rachel, I didn't tell you, but I woke up today with a really, really just very sore, I mean, painful shoulder. And it's all related to my elbow tendonitis, right? So, and I think that's where it sort of just stemmed from like, you know, your physical health affects your mental health, right? And it's vice versa. So I said, you know, I, I, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this. And I want to go down to like, why did I start kimchi, right? And why did I want to do this, right? And again, like it's related to, I don't want to be pleasing everybody in this whole world about, you know, and selling tons of kimchi. I just don't want to do that. And I think the coolest sign was when I had my kimchi bottle delivered to the very small Chinese supermarket in L. <laughs> there were in the background were all the industrial mm-hmm. industrially produced kimchi, right? That was imported from South Korea. And in the fore, foreground or forefront was my kimchi. And I think that was the best juxtaposition and reminder for me that I can stay small. I can be local. I can be authentic to myself. And guess what? My kimchi sells out all the time. I don't bring a lot. I bring maybe 14 to 20 jars at most, right? But for me, that's a lot. And that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and yeah. Your your example, I think, is so good and so special because it's like you, like no one who, no, there is nobody else around here making kimchi. First of all, that's as tasty as yours. It has so many ingredients. <laughs> it's vegan. It's ta- I mean, it's so authentic. It's so it's got so many vegetables in it. It's just really unique as a kimchi. It is on its own. So there, I feel like it's unique to you. But like the fact that it's local and that you have this relationship with farmers and like mm-hmm. people would know like to know that their cabbage that was grown in that kimchi yeah. bottle is from this land yeah. right here is just like. Therefore, I mean, I know we've had this conversation before, like, but yeah, those those industrial ones, they get their prices are based on 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 
how much they can make and getting things cheaper for it. And yours is going to be, yours is priced on like quality and how hard it is to get. And I still, I still say you could, you could up your prices and just keep (laughs) making it more. I mean, but that's not, that's, I know that's not your values either because I mean, it is, you are giving this community exclusive kimchi, you know, and what's super fun is like maybe with that label, I think it'd be kind of funny having your Nuremberg, Germany, you know, like kimchi. Yeah. But yeah, going back to connections, what Naomi said, I think that's the most, for me, that was, if I didn't have a community where I can thrive and be who I am, I would be severely depressed still. I would not be happy still. I would just not know what to do with myself. And then I would be a really not fun friend, you know, really like um, terrible mom, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it does come down to who are your community members that you feel connected to and they resonate with you and they support you? Um, Because I also realized the hard way, (laughs) the very hard way that um no matter where you are it's not perfect and you have to latch on to those community members whether they're your you know women friends or whatever you know your fam you know just like i never thought i would like have a conversation with a local farmer here in this tiny little village but you really realize well they're just people like you and me and we're all somehow connected right Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. we want the right thing. We want to do the right thing. We want to do what's happiest for us. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, I think I'm slowly coming back to like the sort of like try to be appreciative and happy and take care of yourself while you can because life is too precious, right? Going back to what mm-hmm. you said, Laume. Yeah. That's and I hope that we can, I hope that we can really um, follow up on our goals and our wishes this year. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna probably like I don't know. Um I might I will have another phone call soon. Yep, yep. Rachel and yeah. Nome. But yeah. Thank you for having me. It was thank great. You. It was inspiring as as always. <laughs> yes, we are set. Yeah, we will let you go or we can end this podcast now all together. Or um does anyone else have a thing to say because I think say he wrapped it up really really nice well thanks just for having me again and letting me come back (laughs) yeah well thank you for again (laughs) yeah I want to say thank you for following through with your ideas and goals like I've watched you post consistently and network and gain connections and then you make connections for other people and like the way you interact in community is very very inspiring Mm -hmm. and I mean yeah and and this is with language barriers culturally (laughs) like everything like it's amazing I have I have no excuses (laughs) yeah German culture is hard I I I I just I can't get over German culture still yet (laughs) it's true I can I can Show you it is true, <laughs> and therefore it's even more an accomplishment. What an accomplishment that you really managed to speak to farmer, local farmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you, well, ladies. Yeah, thank, you. Well, thank you, creative, so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um. And 
Yeah, we might need a part two or part three oh, to continue yes. this conversation. But Absolutely. thanks so much. It was great to see you, Lame. And yeah, um, yeah happy New Year again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and thank you all for listening. <laughs> yeah. And congrats on your new job. It sounds so cool and super oh, exciting. You, yeah. And Rachel, I'm sure I'll see you again. Sounds yeah. good. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Take bye. care. <laughs> Take care. Okay, shall we say goodbye? I think it's a good time to. Is there anything you want to to add? So, otherwise, um, yeah, I think it was a very inspiring conversation, and we will, um, yeah, hopefully enjoyed listening to us. And then, time. <laughs> Bye.